0: Welcome back to the Transform Your Mind to Transform Your Life, the podcast. This is Life Coach Myrna Young, and you are listening to Five Minute Fridays with Coach Myrna. Today, I want to talk to you on the topic Your struggle is part of your story. It's very interesting that, you know, we think that our life and our struggle and our story starts the day you were born. But I'm here to tell you that your struggle and your story started before you were born. Your mama acted that way because of her story. Your father maybe wouldn't have walked away if he also didn't have a story. So basically your birth date is your shift that the day started and you were born, but it is not the day your story started. I want to showcase a story that I watched on Netflix. The movie was called Blondie by um, and it is the Marilyn Monroe story. This story messed me up so much that I couldn't sleep. It was just, you know, Brad Pitt produced it and he did an excellent job. Look for it to be winning, uh, you know, some nominations because the actress that played Marilyn Monroe did a fantastic job and uh, the directing and uh, you know the producing depicted a very troubled Norma Jean or Marilyn Monroe and it really affected me to know that everybody else is looking at her and thinking she's perfect and her world is a mess. So without giving it away just in case you haven't seen it um, but I wanted to showcase it because um, Norma Jean's struggle, you know, started way before she was born. You know, her story is just a part of the script. And she didn't have any children, even though that's part of her story as well. You know, she tried. So she didn't pass on anything. All right. So let's start with the story. You know, obviously, I'm going to embellish a little bit here. But Her parents met and they had a baby, but both of them were messed up. Her father walked away um, before Norma Jean was born. Apparently, he didn't want to have a child or he didn't want to have a child with her mother. And the fact that her father walked away contributed to the mental health of her mother. So what did she do? She abused Norma Jean because that is what adults do when they're hurting they hurt the defenseless. Children that cannot defend themselves, children that depend on them for life and for sustenance, and they just abuse them because they're helpless, right? Um, uh, You know, the story didn't touch on her father's story, other than he wasn't there. And the mother showed her a picture of this man that was supposed to be her father. Who knows if that was her real father? It's just a picture she found somewhere and told Norma Jean the dad was her dad. But that's as close as she got to knowing who her father was. She didn't even have a name because <laughs> she spent her entire life looking for this father. So why did he walk away? Why did he um, abandon his child at conception or you know, shortly after that and never look back? In the story, there was a fire And the mother attempted in her crazy self to drive through the fire to get to the father's house in Hollywood. And she told the um, the fire marshals that stopped her that says, hey, he's got a, a fireproof house. So we're trying to get to his house. And a little Norma Jean is sitting in the car. She's saying, you know where my father lives? Is my father up there? You know, anyway, she did not get to go through the fire. That she was turned back. Um, uh, But that tells me that he was wealthy. He was not without means. If he's living in a fireproof house in Hollywood, then he was rich. So he didn't walk away because of monetary reasons. He walked away because he himself was a mess, right? Um, And he never looked back. You know, Norma Jean died in her late 30s and she was still looking for a fighter up until the day she died. At least according to this story. So, what was his story? What was the father's story? What was the mother's story? I can guarantee you that it started with their parents and their parents' parents. So, this stuff keeps going on and on and on until you make the conscious effort that says, This is where it stops. The buck stops here. I'm no longer going to pass on struggle to my children. Right, because it goes on forever. So the movie showed Norma Jean as you know Marilyn Monroe looking for her father her entire life, and um, parents do so much damage to kids. I mean, I keep talking about this a lot on my show. Almost every coach that comes on that I interview starts about how messed up we are as as you know children even the ones that didn't think they were messed up, even the ones that didn't have an alcoholic parent that beat them up or they were sexually abused or whatever, you know, even the rich ones, you know, have some kind of abandonment issues because the parent did something and didn't make them their first priority or they let them cry when they're a baby or something. But we, most of us has something, right? So, but the amazing thing about the story is that Norma Jean, Marlene Marlene was struggled in life even though she was the most successful movie star in history, definitely the most beautiful, all the men wanted her, all the women wanted to be like her, you know, it's 30, you know, three decades after her death and you're still making movies talking about her story. It was just incredible. And it was a, a very, very hard story to watch the abuse that she, you know, endured from men. Um, So She never knew her father, and her mother was mentally ill and abused her, even tried to drown her because she said, You were the reason that your father walked away. So I'm going to kill you. This is your punishment. And she tried to drown her. I guess that's when they put her in a mental institution, right? Um, But as this episode is about, Norma Jean Marilyn Monroe struggled her entire life because of the shift she took over from her messed up parents, right? Yes, she was the most beautiful woman. All the men all over the world wanted her, even presidents, yet she had no value for herself. And there was a very disturbing scene in the movie with her encounter with, you know, president, Um so anyway, that was, you know, to me, the one of the worst parts of the, of the movie when I saw that. Um, but anyway, so the fact that her father did not love her, she let men abuse her. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I would guess that that's because she felt unlovable. She had no self-worth. So she made an impact on this world, but she never found personal happiness in it. She lived her life to make men happy. She lived her life to make movie producers happy and everyone else. And when she started falling apart, guess what they did? They gave her drugs. (laughs) Even if she's on the movie set, then they're sticking needles in her neck so that she can work. And why did they want her to work? Because they know all the men are gonna come and oogle at her and watch her and get all the tickets are gonna sell. They didn't care anything about the person. It's really, really sad. So why did I share this story with you? Not only the fact that it personally, you know, um, invaded my space as far as what, you know, you can be beautiful on the outside, but so messed up on the inside. But I'm, sh- I'm sharing this story because do you see yourself in a story of struggle? What is exactly your story? You know, were you abused as a child, sexually abused as a child? Were you abandoned? You know, as a coach, I hear a lot of bad stories. And, you know, people, you know, unless you do the work, these stories follow you all the rest of your life, right? So do you see yourself anywhere in Marilyn's story? You know, parents, men, teachers, (laughs) you know, providers, uh, babysitters, you know, what did someone do to you? And I want to let you know that um, you were set in your situation by circumstances that happened before your birth, and you were not to blame for your story, because the people that abused you, they have a story, right? You know, I um I I love stories. And one of the ones that comes to my mind right now is Will Smith when he talked about his dad. And his dad really abused his mom and abused the children and all that. But what he said, his father did it because that was his story. You know, somebody did something to him that made him become a father like that. So when you move on, you know, I'm pretty sure that Will Smith became a much better father because he knew what his father did to him. And he had to make the mental determination that he was going to do better. And he was going to be a great father to his kids. And that's what you got to do, right? You've got to say that, you know, what I'm not going to be like my mom. I'm not going to be like my dad and and try, but you know, unfortunately, they say that if you were abused then you go ahead and abuse somebody else because unless you do the work, you just fall into it. So I just want to let you know that your birthday isn't your start day. It's just the day when your shift started. You have to fight someone else's battle. And that's why generational curses are real. In my church, whenever my pastor baptizes a baby, he tries to cancel out generational curses because he knows that they follow you. They follow us. Let's say your grandparents dabbled in witchcraft. You know, I I know a lot of people from Haiti, and what the, the, the grandparents in Haiti do they they travel. They you know they did um, witchcraft and 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 you know they did all that stuff. You know. Or even my grandfather. My grandfather belonged to a lodge, and they say that lodge people make certain, you know, um, uh, do certain things, and they, you know, they bring curses down on themselves, and they bring curses down on their downline, right? So you could inherit it, their sins and their curses that they brought on themselves by the things that they, you know, this, you know, decided to dabble in. But hey. Passes on to you, and you had nothing to do with it. But it is up to you to repent for the sins of your forefathers and walk a straight and narrow path. And if you don't repent for their sins, then the sins of the father and mother is passed on to the third and fourth generation. It's in the Bible. God says that's what He does. He punishes to the third and fourth generation, right? So. I'm telling you that you need to declare and decree that victory is gonna happen on your watch, on your shift. You have to decree and declare that the buck stops here. In the Bible story of Samuel the prophet, God took Samuel from the barrenness of his mother's womb to the barrenness of a temple to prepare him to become a prophet. Sometimes your struggle is preparing you for your purpose and destiny. Sometimes you have to wander in the wilderness until you get to the promised land. So yes. So how do you rewrite your story of struggle to one of abundance and flow? You got to shake things up. You got to get out of the old, dry, dull routine, live in a mediocre life it just Just going with the flow, you know, just not doing anything. You're in a routine, you go to work, you come home, you watch TV. You're not doing anything to break up your routine. When you're comfortable just relaxing, you don't get God's revelation. Nothing happens in your comfort zone. If you want to move the needle from struggle to flow, you have to get out your comfort zone. That's the only way you will hear the voice of God when he calls you. Because guess what? In the darkness of the night, God speaks. God shows up in your barren places and calls you by name. When God, God called Samuel in the middle of the night, Samuel didn't recognize it was God. Because he had never spoken to him before. He had no relationship with him, so he didn't know his voice. He kept going to isaiah and asking him did you call me did you call me and then he had said isaac told him to hey go back and lay down and if you hear the voice again say i am here i am your servant i am here i am listening and that's what you got to do you got to learn to hear god's voice by being in constant communication with him You have to know to discern his voice from all the other voices in your head because the devil is speaking too. Your ego is speaking too. You got to know God's voice. So in conclusion, I want to encourage you that if you are in struggle at the moment, understanding that you are just continuing the story that started before you were born is the way out. Clarity, that's where it starts. You need to change the story because then your children and your children's children will continue the struggle. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Transform Your Mind to Transform Your Life, the podcast. This is Life Coach Myrna Young. Hope to see you back here next week for another episode of Five Minute Fridays with Coach Myrna. Until then, namaste.